like that Willie Campbell fellow, I might be interested. You let that man use your land, might as well let him plow your furrow. I declined to dignify her body remark with a comment. Willie Campbell had leased the land around Dahlia House, and he had a fine crop of cotton in the ground. Egyptian cotton, and the new strain that bursts into bowls of fiber already tinted green and blue. Ignoring Jitty, who was wavering in and out of existence at the foot of the swing, I sipped my julep and rubbed Sweetie Pie's belly with the toe of my boot. You looking mighty self-satisfied for a woman whose inner thighs are sore from a horse. There's a better way to get that lazy look on your face. She crystallized to the left of the swing, effectively blocking my view of the driveway. My eyebrows rose in an inquisitive arch. Only yesterday she was one hot mama in spandex and spikes. Now she looked like Sunday morning church in a black and white photograph. Jitty was once again hip-hopping the decades, searching for the era that best suited her current attitude. What gives? I asked, indicating the shirtwaist dress and sensible flats. Your space boots need new heels? I've been giving our predicament a lot of serious thought. What we need around here is some conviction, a dream, something to work toward. I'm going to get it for us. On my last three cases, I'd been stabbed, shot, and generally bruised on all body parts. None of that struck fear into me the way Jitty did. I sat up a little straighter in the swing, taking care not to spill my julep. It contained the last bit of scraggly mint I'd been able to grow. What do you mean by that? I'm talking about passion and a belief in something. Have you forgotten your mama, Sarah Booth? She believed in something, and she fought to have it. I nodded. Yeah, I remember. Folks around here refer to mama as that socialist. She wasn't a socialist. She was a woman who saw inequality, and she wanted to change it. She wanted all people, no matter what color or gender, to have equal opportunity. And she started a commune on this land, which nearly sent the entire county into convulsion. It was your daddy who started the commune. Your mama just went along with it. You know, Jitty, if I'd had normal parents and been raised to be a daddy's girl, I might have turned out more satisfactorily, from your point of view. I was a bitter disappointment to Dahlia House's resident haint. It was an uphill climb for Jitty as she tried to force me into the role of MFF, manipulative femme fatale. She wanted me wed and bred, or at least bred, so there would be an heir to reside in Dahlia House. Delaney's had occupied this land since before the war between the states. Jitty had no desire to find a new place to hang out should I not produce the next generation. You don't have to be a daddy's girl, Sarah Booth, but it would be nice if you'd bathe and hold off on the drinking until after lunch. She pointed at the julep cup in my hand. It was fine pewter, engraved with my mother's initials in an intricate pattern of twining ivy. Putting that devil's intoxicant in a fine cup won't change what it is. I looked at her from under a furrowed brow. You're not turning into a teetotaler, are you? I'd endured a number of different attitudes from Jitty, but I wasn't about to tolerate someone who lectured me constantly on my vices. 
especially not when that same someone would put me in the most intimate of acts with a perfect stranger if it would produce a child. Nothing wrong with a drink ever now and again, as long as it don't rob a person of her dreams. Looks to me like you might be headed down the path to destruction, what with your heels hiked up on the swing and those skin-tight britches clinging to your ass. I studied Jitty closer. She was wearing a dress that looked like it had come out of my Aunt Lou Lane's closet. One thing I'd always admired about Jitty was her flair. She could carry off just about any look. She'd even straightened her hair and curled it under. All she needed was a sweater thrown over her shoulders and a Bible in her hand. She'd make a perfect minister's wife, circa 1960-something. What exactly is it you want me to do? I asked. It's a toss-up between finding you a man and finding you some work. Either one will do at this point.